anniversary, more like schmanniversary. Get it? It's schmanners. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. You're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. Oh, this is such a special episode. And I know I say that a lot, but this one's for (laughs) real special. Is it because I have a brand new chair? That's part of it. Oh, okay. You do have a brand new podcasting throne. I do. Uh, It swivels, it rocks. Please do neither of those things. It's... This is a very sensitive equipment. I'm, I'm just wiggling. I know, people, but people will hear that. That's how good <laughs> these microphones are. Um, no, no, this is a very special episode because we're talking about wedding anniversaries, and our wedding anniversary just passed. Yeah, just a few days ago. Um, it was, what, Friday, Saturday? One of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was, um, it was Friday. Yes, it and, was Friday. Um, I was out of town. Um, but you but- thought... Very sweetly of me, and sent way too many desserts to the house. That is true. Via Grubhub. This is true. I did. Thank, thanks, Grubhub. Um, and uh, not sponsored by Grubhub. No, just just a fan. Um, it's this is a very interesting topic to me because oh yeah. Well, we talk a lot about topics. I don't know. This is one of those where. Okay, let me. Sum up why it's interesting to me. Now. Now let me do it. Okay. Okay. Go you for ready? It. Yes. Birthday and Christmas, Hanukkah, Bar Mitzvah, um, housewarming, all of these things, right? Okay. Are very uh, outward influenced, focused on the person. So like- People celebrate your birthday. Okay. Right? Or people celebrate, uh, you know, like your bar mitzvah. Or people give you presents for Christmas, right? Whereas wedding anniversary to me is more like because, and call me old-fashioned, I believe when you get married, you become a a single unit, Mm -hmm. right? To become one, as the Spice Girls might say. Sure. So that one unit... Is celebrating itself. <laughs> right? If you think about it, it would be like if oh. you threw a birthday party and only invited yourself and bought yourself presents. Which, don't get me wrong, I've done. Okay. So, yes, that is kind of a modern take. But um, up until probably about 1937, and that's a very specific year, and I'll tell you later why, um, wedding anniversaries were primarily celebrated uh husband giving wife present okay so it was more of a hey thanks for marrying me kind of um it was it was widely accepted that the wife is the one that made the marriage work um yeah well not crazy about that. In the way of running the household, uh, maybe running servants, um, 
the day-to-day minutia of domestic life, whereas the man could survive without the woman, without, like, it was basically marriage was her job. Uh, I know, but that's the way a lot of these things are. Uh, Let's go back just a little further. Oh, I, I should also say that this is going to be one of those where, because of the nature and the history of the topic, can be really hard not to be heteronormative yeah um when we're talking about marriage and at least in this country but most countries as far as i know uh the idea of gay marriage hasn't been legal let alone celebrated until recently historically speaking and so most of these traditions are going to be very like heteronormative man and wife yes um Um, so Probably the idea of giving a gift celebrating a longevity of a marriage probably goes back to probably ancient Rome or at least medieval Germany. Um, But there aren't really records as far as that goes. The day-to-day life of a lot of these things, of a lot of people of that time, were not really recorded. Um, There were several instances of royal families giving each other gifts, things like, um, oh, well, for example... Victoria's Diamond Jubilee, mm-hmm. right, was was not only uh, was kind of an anniversary gift for her marriage to her country, yes. right? Sure. Um, so that counts. That's an anniversary gift. I guess you also could have one like if you've worked with a company for a long time. That's a thing, right? Where yeah. you, you might be with a company for 20 years and get a watch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. So probably... Where we have pretty good record is the 18th century. Um, There is evidence of the German culture celebrating 25 years of marriage. Okay. Uh, Silbirn Hochzeit. Did great. Um, And then, which which is the silver anniversary. Silbirn. Silver. Um. And then the gold anniversary at 50. Okay. And this is where... So, and then the platinum at 120. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, we'll talk about 100 later. Um, but so then at the silver anniversary, a silver band, a silver hoop, a silver crown, any of these things were... A silver backpack? No, it, it's usually circular. Something Some silver, a silver cereal. wreath. Oh, it's usually circular, like the a bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Um, has to is given from the husband silver to the wife. Hoop. I suppose that's a lot of silver, uh-huh. unless it's a very tiny hula silver hoop. toe ring. I I mean. Any ring you put on I'm your toes. I'm just trying to think ring. of other silver, like some really nice rims silver for your hoop. car. Some sort of hil- silver hoop or wreath was okay. presented from the husband to the wife. And then again, uh, from the husband to the wife, gold hoop. Um, although there are instances of the wife giving the husband a silver like belt buckle, circular belt buckle, that would count, or a silver wreath to him as well. Hmm. You know what's interesting is I scoff at this, this idea of like only the one person give it. But if you think about engagement rings, still traditionally now, you know, only one party buys it for the other. Like when we got engaged, I didn't get an engagement ring. That's true. Hmm. 
And, you know, if you think about it, if you look at the institution of marriage, you could say those rings are like little shackles tying you together, like little handcuffs. Am I right, everybody? Oh, marriage. Oh, no, I'm very, I, I love, I love being married. It's great. I'm a big fan. Um, so these were given in congratulation of good fortune that had prolonged the lives of the couple for so many years, but also in recognition of the fact that the pair must have known a fairly harmonious existence. So that, in agreement with the old idea that harmony of the household depended upon mainly upon the wife, she received the reward. Happy wife, happy, happy life. That, Something that, like that. That old chestnut. Okay. Um, so that's, uh, I, I, that's 25 and 50. I'm sorry, I keep rolling my eyes at I, You know, this is the way that things are. Uh, we can't change history. We can report but it. can we? No. Oh. <laughs> but we can go Not forward yet. and, you know, change ourselves and change the way that we do things from now on. Yeah. So don't be sad. Um, so that's 25 and 50. And yet, should and yet. one look online, one can find... Do you have the list? Oh, yeah. I have okay. the list. One can find an anniversary present for every year. It's bonkers. Yes. Because, some okay, some of them you're like, mm, I can kind of see. Because the thing is, if you've never looked at this list, you totes should. Because it's not specific. It is a very general, like, for example, I, I which one's wood? Is that second or first? It depends. And it just says wood. Mm-hmm. So you just give them a hunk of wood? The you idea, get them a carved thing? The idea is that one would make something out of a wood, wooden object. Who and has give it the to time you. these days? You used to make wooden stuff. Not now. Now <laughs> I put away such childish things. No. Um, but that so- probably goes back to the Victorians. Not wood specifically, but the idea of a present for every year. Uh-huh. And there's, there's a couple of reasons. Um, one... The Victorians just love to like classify stuff yeah. and like make lists and you know they Thanks, Darwin. <laughs> they liked to do that kind of thing. They like to set everything kind of like traditions in stone. And we've talked about how we owe a lot of our our traditions and mannerly things to the Victorians. This is another thing. But also, the Victorian period is where and, and we've talked about this as well. I mean, it all comes it all comes together. Where love match was really like the the epitome of marriage, right? Uh-huh. Where it was no longer about really celebrated in literature. It was about love matching, and it wasn't it wasn't more about like you know the business of marriage, right? Um, that was what everybody aspired to. They wanted to have a a long a lifelong love match. <laughs> That's a lot of else. There's a lot of else. La la la. A lot of else. And so they made all of these lists for presents to celebrate their their love match, and they be- wanted be- to celebrate a, y- a year onward. Because also, if I can guess right about the Victorians, or maybe infer correctly about the Victorians, also it wasn't just for the couple. It was also to show the world, look how happy we are. Certainly. Look how well we're doing. He got me this present to prove how happy our marriage is. Um, that's just, I've been 
I don't yep. think Poirot is Victorian. In fact, I know it's not, but back in the day, everything was so performative. As opposed to now, where everyone's just so open and honest. I roll. Okay, so do the run through the list. I want to talk about oh, the list. Oh, you, you need to see the want, list? No, I'm I want not, to talk about it. I'm not ready to talk about the list. Oh, my God. Marriage is so hard. Okay, go on. <laughs> I want to talk about Emily Post. Who? Um, so Emily Post included in her book, the, the 1922 book, The Etiquette in Society and Business and Politics and Home. Um, so that includes eight specific occasions uh saying that these are um are celebrations from the again a germanic descent uh and saying in the book actually that celebrations might be larger in germany than they would be in the united states because it you know they just party better from there they party better and she said it was cooler uh their language is more interesting i'm just saying i wish i was german I'm half German. That doesn't make me German. <laughs> it's not <laughs> transitive. It makes our baby part German, but it's not like, oh, I got married, so now I'm quarter German. <laughs> like, that doesn't work like that. Anyway, she said that these parties the in the United better. States were not very good form. So one wouldn't have, in 1922, have oh. a large anniversary party, but that's was it clearly just not the it thing was anymore. too self-congratulatory? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The exception for her was the major ones, the 25, the 50, things like that. Um, So 1937 is something that I mentioned. Yes. And the reason that I mentioned it is because the list. Oh, okay. The list includes things like paper, wood. Glass? China. Glass. I remember fourth is fruit and flowers. Fruit and flowers. Do you know what it really doesn't get to until like the big ones? Jewelry. Jewelry. Precious stones. So in 1937. Quote unquote precious stones. Yes. Quote unquote. uh, The Jewelers Association wanted to. Might they have a vested interest in this? (laughs) They do have a vested interest. Um, so the jeweler would not really get much of a sale, much profit from these anniversaries mm-hmm. until like 50 or 75, maybe even 25 for the silver, right? Uh, so they said, let's put out a new list. Let's modernize it. Quote, let's modernize it and mm-hmm. change it so that we can get a little bit of the action here. Um, it is. Mm. And, it- and and counted, they counted uh, the fifth anniversary, which uh, they decided was for electrical merchandise. So like toasters and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, they wanted to, they, they wanted to just add in this precious metals and stones and stuff to all these different things. It's important to note with this, um, uh, with these lists, they're completely made up. Right, like Look. I said, the silver and right. the gold has um, historical, has historical origin. As does seventy five is the diamond, uh, but because seventy five is a freaking long time, um, it is often celebrated at sixty instead right. of seventy five. But like these lists, these aren't like thousands of years old. This is like hundred and fifty. I mean, like these these are not 
something where it's like, and you can trace back the origins of fruit and flowers on the fourth anniversary back to when Jesus. No, it's like somebody just arbitrarily said, I don't know, fruit and flowers. <laughs> it's why if you look these up, you can usually find like a table of, well, some people say this, some people say this, some mm -hmm. people say this. It's not like a strictly codified thing. Right. A lot of them are very similar between lists, um, but the, the three lists that I found most frequently were traditional U.S., traditional U.K., and modern U.S. Mm -hmm. um, there are different lists for Dutch and German um, and, and other places like that. But the ones that I found the most, traditional U.S., traditional U.K., modern U.S. So traditional U.S., first anniversary is paper. Normally, I think cause I, I some of these I remember because I've looked them up as we went. I think letter usually it's letter, right? Your paper, and you're encouraged to like write something to each other or whatever you want. I mean, sure, but I saw different sites saying paper could really mean anything. As Just to, hand them a wad of money. <laughs> uh, money, yeah, money is paper. Also, uh, I saw some sites for budget-minded couples where the little coupon books, free back rubs, mm -hmm. and foot rubs and I'll do the dishes and date night things. What did we do? do you or um, also paper counts as plane tickets. You want to take somebody on a on a trip? What did hand we them do? two plane tickets. What did we do for paper? Do you remember? Um, I mean, we're not strict on these or anything, but usually that's where our ideas come from. That, and that's really what the list is good for. I think it was, wasn't it a, a picture of something? Yeah, I think we got like framed wedding photos or something. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, and then... Traditional UK, it's flipped. So first and second for US is paper and cotton. And okay. you you got me sheets. We yeah. got some lovely, lovely sheets. Um, and then UK is flipped. So it's switched. Gotcha. What about modern? Modern, uh, first is a clock. Really? Right off the bat, clock. Yeah. That's usually farther down the line. Because if you ever see those clocks where it's like a glass dome, mm -hmm. right? And then like the three balls that kind of spin, you know, and it's on like columns. That's an anniversary clock. Mm -hmm. so the reason there's so many of them at like antique stores and everything is that was a, I can't, what year was that? Uh, I think that is for crystal for 15th. Because yeah. usually the covering is crystal or glass. So, yeah. So that was like the anniversary clock that everyone gave at their anniversary whatever the corresponding year was but mm -hmm. th if you ever see that clock it's called an anniversary clock and then second for the modern one is china which is way also down right the list the in the other ones i know they just up the expense it's like they said well you know you know what people have right now in 1937 too much money i think i think that this may have been um anything that you didn't get on like your wedding registry mm -hmm. maybe you didn't get a clock I don't know. This is so kind of out, two years outfitting your home. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So three. Three is leather traditionally, both UK and US. And then the modern is crystal or glass. What did we do? I think maybe we did like new jackets, new bags, or, or new suitcase. What did new we suitcases. New suitcases is what we did. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, I know four. Four. Keep wanting to say fruit and nuts. That's not it. Trail makes it ants. Fruit and flowers. <laughs> so we've started planning a Hawaiian vacation. That's traditional ours. UK is fruit and flowers, according to this list. Uh, traditional US is linen and silk. Mm -hmm. And then modern is electrical appliances. 
Once again, expensive. Like, if you think about the first, I mean, just look at the first four, right? Compare yep. across the line. Wood, paper, uh, leather, fruit, and flat, like, silk, you know, versus clock, china, electrical appliances. Yeah. Like, expensive stuff. Crystal, was that on there? Whatever. Expensive. Expensive. Fifth is wood. For both uh, UK and US, traditional. And then silverware for modern US. Again, another large purchase. Uh, it goes on. I'm not going to say every single one. Let's go down to the next. Ah, 10th. Traditionally, tin or aluminum, both in the UK and US. Diamond jewelry for the modern. This is what I said in 1937. Land they sakes. got together and they said, we need to sell some more precious metals. Do you think that in a meeting where they figured out this original uh, traditional list, somebody said, what do we do for uh, the 10 anniversary? How about 10? Great. Perfect. Nailed it. You did great. Right? That's a little on the nose of like, for 10, you do 10. I'm trying to do my proper about 10, you do 10. Right? Did I do that right or did I reverse it? No, you did fine. 10, you do 10. Uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with the similar sounding thing. I bet it. I bet I you it a million bajillion doll hairs that it totally does. Bajillion is not a real number. Neither are doll hairs, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. And then I want to go through some of the modern ones. They added pearls and colored gems to the 12th year. They added furs to the 13th year. Who is this list for? The Vanderbilts? <laughs> they what added is this? Gold jewelry to the 14th and then watches is 15th. Uh, whereas traditionally tradi- 15th is crystal. And then we go down to um, modern list. This listing says that silver is for the 16th, furniture for the 17th, porcelain for the 18th, and 19th is bronze. Uh, whereas 20 traditionally is China for both of the uh, traditional ones. It's and, a rocket ship for modern. Uh, platinum. <laughs> yep. And 21st, gummy bears, strangely enough. <sighs> okay, here's the thing, though. Here's Here's why it's messed up. Not just the monetary cost, though that does bother me. But the other ones, like I said, are so general as to inspire creativity. That's why I like looking at the traditional list. Not because I feel tied to them, but because if it's like, okay, cool, I'm looking for ideas. I look at it and it's like fruit and flowers. What do I think of when I think of fruit and flowers? Hawaii. Well, Teresa and I have been talking about trying to do Hawaii for years. Let's make it happen. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas you look at the modern list and it's like, Toaster. I was like, cool, I didn't furs. Say, but I mean, I you know what toaster. I mean? It says like furs, pearls. It's not really like, well, you, I, it says pearls, so I got you this pearl-handled pistol. Like, Sweetheart, they redid did this list so they could sell more stuff. But that's what I'm saying is it's so specific as to be useless. You know what I mean? Because it basically means I'm. it's so rote that you would just walk in and be like, 12, boom, done, love you, bye. Whereas the traditional is so nonspecific as to allow your own like creativity and relationship to shine through it. That's my two cents. Gosh darn it. Um, so there are more and more lists, things of um, flower gifts for the first years. 
Uh, first is carnation, fifth is daisy, tenth is daffodil, fifteenth is rose, um, iris is the 25th, things like that. And then there's lists of gemstones for years. Uh, first would be mother of pearl, fifth is rose quartz, tenth is crystal or green tourmaline, um, 20th is emerald, 50th again is gold, you know, things like that. There's, there's, you can find a list practically for everything online. And like I said, they wanted to sell more stuff. So after 1937, they made a lot of these up. Okay. This makes me so sad. One list that I thought that you might really get into. These are the names of the year's anniversaries in Latin. Ooh, okay. So, uh, this is an easy one. One year, annual. Two years, biennial. Three years, triennial. And it goes down. Here's, here's when it gets into good ones. 11 years. Undecennial. Oh, that sounds like undecided. I like that. 12 years. Duodecennial. Uh, what's another one? Uh, 14 years. This is such a long word. Quadror. Quat, quat, tour, decennial. 20 years. Vigitennial. 75 years. Semiquicentennial. No, semiquicentennial. This is your present to me right here. <laughs> this thing you're doing, watching your face as you read these things is making me the happiest. This is great. It, was that fun? That was very fun. Thank you. Um, so we're going to be back and talk about your questions and a little bit more about anniversaries. But first, got some thank you notes for some sponsors. So our first sponsor this week is Bombfell. Um, I'm okay. I just got a new Bombfell uh, like order. It's great. If you've never done Bombfell, here's what I really like about it. I don't know what to ask for. <laughs> so if, if I go to a store and I'm working with somebody and they say, like, what are you looking for? What I want to say is, I don't know. What should I be looking for? But if I did that in a store, they would ask me to leave. <laughs> Whereas Bonfell, that's pretty much exactly what you're doing. You go in, you say, like, they give you options as you're going through your, like, uh, your sign up, right? Where it's like, do you like this pattern? Would you wear this shirt? What, you know, what, how would you describe your style based on these four options? So it's almost, it almost sounds like it's a, uh, a BuzzFeed quiz. Right. So it gives you, rather than you having to, like, already know the answers to this, it just asks you what you like. Do you like this versus this? What are you looking for? And then they take that information and then they come back to you and say, based on the things you said, we think you're looking for this. It's cool and it's great and it's really easy for the sign up. Um, right now, so we found this question very interesting because sometimes you find, um, sometimes you find sites that are branded as specifically for men, right? And sometimes they're branding reflects that to a point that's not great. But what I love about Bombfell is there's a question on their FAQ, and the question is, is Bombfell only for men? And this is their answer. It's one of the first things I looked up whenever we get a new sponsor. 
We currently only carry menswear, but we welcome everyone. If uh, Please email us at support at if you have any specific concerns about whether we can accommodate your size slash fit slash style. I like the idea that it's like we carry clothes that are called menswear, mm-hmm. but everybody's welcome here. That's wonderful. Um, so you should go check out Bombfell. Um, it's easier. It's an easier way to get your clothes. Um, you complete a simple questionnaire, and then you're matched one on one with a dedicated personal stylist, which always helps. Um, it's the most simple, straightforward service around, and it's completely flexible. You can push up, delay, or skip shipments anytime. Um, I'm a big fan. You should go check it out. And right now, Bombfell is offering our listeners $25 off on your first purchase when you visit bombfell.com slash schmanners. That's B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L dot com slash S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S. Bombfell, open and closed. That's (laughs) actually their thing. I didn't make that up, even though it sounds like a joke (laughs) I would make. Uh, Our second sponsor is First Leaf. And uh, First Leaf is a wine club that's based on your tastes. So here's how it works. Um, You customize your First Leaf order by selecting the color, the wine regions, and the frequency of your wine shipments. Um, Then they create an introductory three-pack of wine to get you started. And this starting pack is all three for five bucks each. Whoa! Um. And the thing about this is when you get the bottles, you drink it, you go back on your little, on your um, profile and you rate them. So it's like you tell them, there's no way that you could say when you, you, before drinking the bottles, if you liked it or not. Right. Um, But a lot of wine clubs, they just keep sending you things that they think think that you'll like so this helps like evolve your taste profile with them if you're like "Mm, this one's all right but i really like this one they register that information gotcha exactly so you rate them and then they adjust your selections according to the things that you rate that's nice um not just the things that you liked the things that you didn't like Mm -hmm. uh you can go through and you can the the more that you rate like the more that you do it on your little profile the better your recommendations will be Cool. So where do people go? So you can order your first three pack of introductory wine to tryfirstleaf.com slash schmanners. So three bottles of wine, 15 bucks, tryfirstleaf.com slash schmanners. That's firstleaf, F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S. You should do this. What what are you waiting for? Go now. Try T R Y firstleaf.com smash schmanners. Go. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Oh, good oh, stuff. Man, every time. Uh, well, I hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we are pretending to. But anyway, why not listen to another podcast too? It's called The Flop House. And on our podcast, uh, we have recently watched a movie often a bad movie, and we review it on our podcast, but mainly talk about other stuff and, I don't know, hang out. It's all about hanging out, feeling like you're being with your best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, (laughs) Emmy Award-winning writer for The Daily Show, Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands, and Elliot Kalin, 
former Emmy-winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return, uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book, All right, that's enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on. Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to three funny guys talk about bad movies, then why not come over and listen to The Flophouse? It's uh, available at MaximumFun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found. So get out of here. Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we've got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful. Wonderful. It's an enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about. Things like overalls. 24-hour Sudafed. The grand prize game. The fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators. The soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy. The beach potion we call Bud Light Line. All these things and more every Wednesday. And we'll also talk about things that you're excited about. You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it, you'll probably get there. Okay, so questions were interesting on this one because we got a lot of questions, but they all boiled down to basically the three the same three topics. Okay. So we're gonna be able to knock questions out real quick. <laughs> okay, so the first big topic, and I pulled two specifics that I think will sum it up, and this is from Johnny and Sam. Johnny's question is, if you're the child of two married people on their anniversary, how should you act? And Sam asked, should you give gifts to friends on their anniversary or is it just congr- or is just congratulating them enough? So the question is, is giving gifts only for the people in the marriage or should other people recognize and celebrate it too? It's really nice of you to recognize it, but recognizing it could just be congratulations or a card. Um, unless they have a party specifically for their anniversary, which a lot of people at 25 and 50 and 60 do, um, there's no like gift giving requirements at all. I mean, you know me about gift giving. There's no, it's a gift. There's no requirements for gifts, but you know what I mean? You shouldn't feel, you don't like feel obligated an opportunity to give a gift if you don't. Right. Right. Unless they have a party celebrating. Um, and then even then when they have a party, you are not required to give the gift of that year. Right. So paper, wood, leather, whatever. Give them a gift you think that they'll enjoy, even if it's just a bottle of wine or a pair of movie tickets. Is it still, do you think, in the same vein as what Emily Post said of like, if you said, I'm going to throw an anniversary party every year, is that gauche? Um, I talked about how she picked out like the big eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't expect that people would want to throw an anniversary party every year. It's usually just the big ones. Okay. I guess it, the same holds true of any party. If your friends want to come and party with you, do it. But like. Don't expect presents every year. Maybe that's a better way of putting Maybe it. Maybe that's it. Um, this question is from Andrew that sums up a question we got a lot. When is it okay to just love your significant other and not have to go out of this world on gifts and trips? It's always okay to just love each other. Um, I mean, we spent the first half of this show talking about how a lot of these just got made up in the 30s. Um, I think that having a good relationship is really what these anniversaries are about. Um, Like I said, it's about celebrating your love match, your longevity, uh, and being together. And, you know, for us, I would say the anniversary gifts and sometimes Christmas and birthdays too, 
become an excuse to get the thing you've been putting off getting. Certainly. Right. So like new sheets, <laughs> new luggage, that kind of stuff. It's not like we're going extra. It's And, you know, maybe Hawaii is extravagant. But like I said, we've been talking about it since like we've been together, I think, almost nine years now altogether. And I, I think we've been talking about it the whole time because you have an aunt who lives in Hawaii. Yeah. And we've just never gone and visited. So it, the idea being it's not like we're going out of our way to get these presents. It's stuff of like, oh, you know what? We haven't framed our wedding photos yet. Let's do that for Hanover. You know, that kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Um, I'm always a big fan of that. Of like, not necessarily practical, but the thing that you would get yourself if you just did it in the moment when you were thinking about it instead of like forgetting like, oh, we were going to do that. <laughs> um, this last question is from Lady Sylvie, um, who asks, and this is once again, one that we got in a lot of different forms, is the dating anniversary slash how long you've been together before official marriage still worth noting when asked how long you've been married? The other forms of this question were like, when you get married, does that anniversary, do you still celebrate that anniversary or does that go out the window? That kind of thing. As a couple, you two can celebrate whatever anniversaries you want. You can ce celebrate the first time you guys went out to Chinese food. You can celebrate our first movie together. Any of that kind of stuff, that's up to you guys. Um, these are the wedding anniversaries. So if you're going to say it's our anniversary, that is what's most widely accepted. Right. Um, so when you tell someone it's our fifth anniversary, that means to people that you are talking to we have been married for five years um but as a couple feel free to celebrate whatever anniversary you like uh these ones are just specifically for marriage i also think as far as the how long have you been together part of that it all depends on what somebody asks how right. long have you been married how long have you known each other i usually if i'm talking about us will say i think as i just did Oh, we we we've known each other for eight years, or we've been together eight years, or whatever. Because right, but if you were to tell someone it's my fifth wedding, it's my fifth, it's our fifth anniversary, right? They would assume wedding anniversary. Yeah, I think it's um, you know, it just goes along with whatever the societally accepted upper echelon, higher echelon of relationship you're in, right. Right. So like if you are just dating and you say five year people like they've been dating for five years. But if you're married, you say 10 because you dated for eight years. You've been married for two. People are like you've been married 10 years. Right. Like, well, no, that's not that right. wouldn't work. Well, especially so also, two. if you're talking anniversary, unless you get married on the day you started dating, which might make for a much easier calculation and celebration. <laughs> I Maybe I'm the first person to suggest this. If so, do that. But I think otherwise, your anniversaries aren't going to be on the same date anyways. Um, so that's going to do it for us. And like I said, I know the questions were shorter. But for once, we got all of them um, on, on about the same topic. And once again, Teresa has just looked at me because we've just realized we have not planned ahead. Somebody suggested we do an in-depth study of napkins. Have we done that before? We, I know we did handkerchiefs. We did napkins as part of a trio, I think. What about socks? You say you make that face, but if we did socks and stockings and tights, you don't think there's a history of socks and stockings and tights? Yeah, but what about how what does that have to do with etiquette? The uh, uh, I bet we will find stuff about what's when when it's appropriate to wear what socks, tights, stockings. I'm committing us to it. We're oh. doing it. We're doing. Are you, doing, are you going to do the research for it? 
<laughs> no. No. But I bet there will be lots of questions about it. All right. Well, we will uh, go into the fray then. All right. And next time, if you don't want me to pick a weird random topic, <laughs> we need to remember to talk about it ahead of time. Um, go to uh, go to MaximumFun.org and find all the other amazing shows there because they are that. We just added a new one, Heat Rocks. Uh, where they talk about just, you know, their favorite songs and they have guests on and talk about, you know, there's, a, there's oh, I was about to say Club Banger. Does that mean, am I old man? Oh, no. Am I old man? We're old. Oh, no. You oh, could say no. Banger. You don't have to have a Club Banger. I don't know. Okay. Sure. Oh, no. Um, we are going to be on the Joko Cruise uh, coming up in February. I just spent some time uh, at New York Comic Con hanging out with the uh, with some other performers that are going to be on the ship. Oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. We are so excited. We are going to do uh, some episodes there, um, and plus, oh, it'll be such a good chance to try out all your schmainers. We did a whole episode, well, it was, the whole episode wasn't about ocean liner travel, but you can prep for that and be ready, and we maybe we'll do like a tea time. Hmm. Ooh, Ooh. ideas. Ooh, I need to talk to the people at Joko Cruise. So Okay. Um, I and you can s- find the information there, jococruise.com, J-O-C-O cruise.com. I want to say thank you to Brent Bruntofloss Black for our theme music. That is available as a ringtone where those are sold. Also, thank you to Kayla M. Wassel for our Twitter uh, banner and thumbnail art. And then thank you to Keely Weiss Photography for our twi- for our Facebook banner. Um, that Facebook group is called Schmanners Fanners, and it is a fan-run appreciation group. Go join it. You can follow us on Twitter at SchmannersCast. Um, if you have topic suggestions, you can suggest them there, or you can email us, SchmannersCast at gmail.com. Um... Oh, I do want to give one specific plug. Griffin and Rachel's show, Wonderful, which lives up to its name. Um, if you enjoyed Rose Buddies, but you were not a fan of The Bachelor, you just like hearing two amazing people talk about things they love, Wonderful is for you. I'm a big fan. You should go check it out. Uh, and I think that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.